Well, hey there, this is Keith. Listen, before we start the episode today, I just wanted to take a moment and speak directly to anyone who might be listening who's still in the closet. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is that's perfectly okay. Do what is best for you when it is best. Never let anyone else pressure you in this decision. But let's say that you are thinking about coming out, or there's a part of you that really does want to come out, but you want to do so very carefully, very slowly, very strategically, and even very selectively. Well, if that's you, my friend, I've got you covered. I want you to go to the show notes and use a link there to check out my Selective Outage Method digital course. I think you're going to be surprised, and I believe it'll help you as you plan your coming out. All right, let's get on with the podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm your host, Father Keith Brown, also known as the Bye Guy. And my mission in life, as well as the mission of this podcast, is to help my LGBTQIA Christian family heal their church trauma, create healthy and happy relationships, and construct authentic and affirming faith if they desire. So if that's you, guess what? You're in the right place. You are truly welcome here, I promise. Now, a couple disclaimers, if I may. Number one, the views expressed in this program are either the views of myself or my guests and they should be considered as such. Number two, I am not a licensed therapist, nor am I a medical professional. So if you need either of those services, please do consult a licensed professional. Otherwise, grab a cup of coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat on this episode of Coffee with Keith. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm Keith Brown, and this is a Friday's Bible Talks episode of the podcast. And I really do hope that you are enjoying these Bible Talks. We're not going to spend a lot of time today. In fact, this is probably going to be the shortest episode I've ever done, perhaps. But um, we're going to look at the Gospel of John, and I want to take a peek at chapter 14. Now, um, I don't, I, I'm going to look at primarily John 14, verse 21. Now, if you know anything about me, I don't rip and run. That's what I call it. When you go to the Bible and take one verse and take it out and run with it to mean whatever you want, I do believe in at least looking and examining the context in which we are looking at verses within the Bible. So, Having said that, let me quickly say that the context here, oh, by the way, the greater context of the Gospel in John, in case you don't know, is that John was all about proving a couple of things. Well, actually three. Number one, that Jesus was the true Messiah. That's number one. Number two, John tried to prove that Jesus was divinity, that Jesus was God. And number three, that life and life eternal was found in a loving and relationship with Jesus. So in essence, those three things are sort of the thematic um, context of the Gospel of John. Then if we look at chapter 14 of John, we see in the context of the chapter that Jesus is speaking here. So John is giving us those red words in some of our translations of Jesus. And contextually, he's talked about the fact that, or Jesus is basically talking to his disciples in in, in this chapter and basically saying, okay, look, folks, I'm leaving. I'm going to be leaving you. I'm going to be going on. And I want you to know that the Father and I are one. That's the first thing I want you to know. And and again, that goes back to that idea that Jesus was divinity, that Jesus was indeed God. And 
then he also says here, Jesus speaking, that when I go, I'm not going to leave you empty-handed. I'm not going to leave you like orphans. I'm not going to leave you without hope. I'm going to send to you the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit that will come to dwell in you and minister you know, along with you to other people, guide you, lead you, all these things, bless you. So that's part of the promise that Jesus gives. And then right after he sort of sets this idea of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, the promised spirit upon his exit, Jesus says some words that I think are really beautiful and important. In verse 21, he says this, he who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and will disclose myself to him. I really love this verse because first of all, it says very clearly, hey, dude, listen, if you love me, I mean, if you really love me, if you want to be my child, if you want to be my follower, if you want to take on the mantle of Christian, if you want to be that, then what do you have to do? You have to love me. And how do you display that love? Ah, Jesus says here, you keep my commandments. Now, let's be honest. Jesus taught a lot of things. Jesus gave parables of teaching. Jesus preached the Sermon on the Mount, which included, you know, Jesus gave us the Beatitudes. Jesus gave a lot of instruction while he was here in that short term, that short ministry here on earth. But if we remember, Jesus saying the greatest commandments, the two greatest commandments are love God and love others as yourself. So I believe that Jesus is reminding us here that when I'm gone, you're having the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's going to help you and empower you and equip you to do what? To love God more and to love others. Oh, yeah, by the way, and love yourself. And when you are doing that, I believe when we do that, when we love God, when we love others, Jesus is saying here, God's going to pour even more love on and in you. As a byproduct of us loving God and loving others, God is going to bless us with even more love for us than we can even imagine. What's more, Jesus says, when you see this, when you do this, when you keep my commandments, you are going to see me. Even though Jesus is gone, will be gone, he's speaking present tense to the disciples then. You know, already happened for us, obviously. He basically says, when I'm gone and you have the Holy Spirit, when you are keeping my commandments, when you're loving God and loving others, guess what? You're going to see me in action. And why is that? Because I am convinced, my dear friend, that you and I will never see more of Jesus than we do in the loving action of other followers. When we see love in action, not browbeating, not condemning, not fussing, not angrily shouting at people, but when we are genuinely loving, then I believe we are seeing displayed the very presence and power 
of Jesus. So, with that said, let's ask ourselves this question, okay? Just between you and me, my friend. Let's ask, let's you and me ask ourselves this question. I'm right here with you, okay? How are we doing with those two greatest commandments? How are we doing loving God and loving others and loving ourselves? Now, that's not to condemn us. That's not to, you know, put us down. It's simply to reflect and ask ourselves, how am I doing? Then maybe take it one more step. If I am a believer and I believe in what Jesus said here, according to John, that the Holy Spirit is promised, then maybe I should ask the Holy Spirit to help me do those things even better. What do you think? Eh, I don't know. Something to think about, I guess. Until next time, heal your hurts, move your mountains. And may God truly bless you. Bye-bye, my friend. Well, there you go, my friend. This episode of Coffee with Keith. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Now, please stick around. One more announcement I want to give you. God bless you. See you next time.